Welcome gamers to our twisted reality. There is a gameplay turn, turn, turn. Joystick. The Joystick Show. Alright, it's the Joystick Show. Oh, I just love saying that. I miss it so much. You know, now it's a month out. I just, you know, this used to be part of my world back in the day. Every day, every week, right? Talking to thousands. Now, we sit around with my son, who is no longer a small little young man. Much bigger. We are a father and son combo. We talk video games and, of course, the generational differences that exist between us. And pretty soon, we're going to have a third gen coming in underneath you. You're getting long in the tooth yourself, young man. Mm, yeah. Huh? Mm -hmm. Alright, so let's talk video games. Uh, we go by our gamer tags. I'm Bogue Spear. I'm Thing12. And so if uh, you want to be a part of the show, we always offer it up to everybody. I know we got a nice, nice tight-knit community, right, of uh, aka the Rumble Pack. So if you're first time joining us, you're anointed part of the Rumble Pack, and thanks for listening. How do they get a hold of us? You can get a hold of us at joystick underscore show on Twitter, or our Discord joystick show or our website, joystickshow.com, and then our Gmail, joystickshow at gmail.com. There you go. All right, good stuff. So uh, let's start in, because we got a lot to go over. It is the, what, um, getting to be uh, fall-winter down here in yeah. the southern country um, as well, and uh, October. This is show 125A, I think, we're up to? Yep. All right. All right, our sponsor for this show is Jumpsuit Johnny. A velvet two-piece comfort apparel that every gamer will love to lounge in. Inspired by the late 70s and 80s, this cozy clothing comes in large, extra large, double X, and triple X. Lady gamers, you will enjoy your finely cut cloth in small to extra large under the, jo was it? Under the jumpsuit Jane tab. Visit jumpsuit jammies.web and order yours today for just $124.99 plus shipping and handling. No more bunching up or unwelcome gatherings while in your gaming chair. Visit them online and order yours today. Do you even know what a jumpsuit is? Yeah. Velvet jumpsuit? Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, it's nice. You kind of want to like steamroller over somebody in it. It's that comfortable. Hmm. Huh? I mean, I would get one. Yeah, 124 yeah. bucks. Well, they maybe the sponsor would send us one. You know what I mean? It'd be nice of them every now and then. Maybe. Doubt it. Doubt it. But yeah. all right, let's talk. What do we got on the gaming front? This is where we talk about what we're playing, what's happening, and what's going on. Um, what are you playing? Uh, me. I am breaking into a game that is again from the. Uh, board game world, now on the digital world, which, by the way, plays very, very well on both sides of it. This is a game that if you say the word to a non-gamer or somebody that knows a little bit about games, I'll cringe, but I tell you, you gotta try it on digital. It's called Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven, the digital version. So, this game is actually, um, you know what I love, though, first and foremost, you know what it's on? It's on Epic. So, they did a deal with mm. Epic, okay, the IP. And I'm going to tell you what, I very rarely ever have an issue with the Epic server, it being down, anything going on. It loads instantly, updates instantly, and it's just there. Yeah, I think, mm, I think I've think i had, I've had, I've definitely had problems with it. Really? Um, 
one, it, I don't think it loads that instantly. And what? Two, um, with what? What games did you have? No, like games with? load fine. Oh, but the launcher, the launcher is a little strange. Um, but it also, I don't really like its. I guess it's a library and how it holds all your games is kind of strange. But well, because you're just used to like Steam and stuff, right? Yeah, I think it's more. I think Steam is it is a little. I mean, it's better as far as I think how it markets all the games, but. Yeah, I mean, that looks not bad. Yeah, I don't know. I just know when I got it, downloaded it. Of course, I saw it on Steam, right? But when you launch it and play it, I guess it came... Or no, I take that back. No, I read it somewhere saying that they offered it for free for like a short period of time and I was able to jam on it and get mm-hmm. it, which is awesome. But then they don't now. But I even went in and this is how it drew me in. Once I got it, it paid five ninety nine for the solo version too. So I actually dropped 6 bucks, right? After the fact on their content. Um, to play oh. that solo version. So, yeah, love the game. So if anybody knows anything about board game, it's re- it really does convert uh, all the mechanics and everything directly from the board to the uh, the video game. Now, this seems like a pattern for me because I think the last show or two shows before, I was playing a game called Nemesis, which was also Nemesis Lockdown. It was a board game, right? Great board game, but it also converted into a uh, fairly decent, fairly decent video game. Now, I don't think it's as, as sharp and, and transferred as well as Gloomhaven does. But the reason why I say that and the important thing about Gloomhaven, why I played it, if you remember, I think Opecular and I and we were talking a while back is that we really just wanted an old school turn-based game, right? Strategy, turn-based strategy game that really focuses, you know, on Dungeons and Dragons or just some kind of, uh, you know, dungeon lore, right? Lore. Mm. And... Um, so when this came up, I was like, well, wait, this is turn-based and everything. I saw it on there and I went on and downloaded it. And sure enough, I mean, it's, it's like, we talk about this old pool of radiance, right? The Boulder's Gate before, before that, the originals, I even downloaded that game and boy, we, I turned it on for a half a second. If you remember me talking about it before, I had yeah. to turn it right off because it was so bad, mm-hmm. but I wanted to remember it in its glory and beautifulness as a kid. Right? Yeah. That's, that's similar. I just got done cause we played Skylanders when we were kids. Yeah. And, um, a while, like a few months ago, actually, almost a year ago, I replayed the whole first game with a friend. Yeah. Um, and just for this nostalgic purposes, and I had a lot of fun, just by just by the fact that I would like every time I turned the corner or, or went to a new place in that game, I would think, oh, I I remember this part, like, and that's it. Right. The actual game itself was like okay, like the gameplay and everything was wasn't even that fun. It was almost boring. But it was very enjoyable to go through it again. Right, to kind of feel it again. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to do with this game, right? But the problem was, it was so bad and 8-bit, like, you know, going through it and yeah. the text and everything. I was like, oh, my God. But if you like turn-based and you don't mind, you know, I mean, again, rather than the, the nowadays modern shooters and everything, spawn die, spawn die, yeah. and all that type of stuff, this game really causes you to take some strategy into it. Um, there is some card-based stuff too, kind of like not quite like Magic: The Gathering, but there is some some uh, association to the card play, and it's really good. The best part though is if you download the game and play it, the tutorial is fabulous. It walks you through, um, and really provides a great uh, setting. And quite frankly, if you do end up playing some board or whatever, it really does teach you almost how to play the board game as well. If you ever want to sit in on a longer, you know, longer session or something like that as well, hmm. on it. So uh, good stuff. Had a great time playing it, and uh, I definitely recommend it to those looking for a turn-based type of uh, a strategy, strategy yeah. game. So that's what I'm playing. What are you doing? Um, so I actually just tried this week 
a um a game that it recently became free in September, but I believe it released a while ago. Okay. Um, it's called Conqueror's Blade, and it's a it at first like it advertised as a um very like a, a a very how do I say it. I don't know, just like a medieval style game where you siege castles and other people's um, defenses. So okay. you have like a, a, Multipli- a like ton it. of units, yeah. all controlled by different people, and then you swarm a castle where they're defending it with their units. Yeah. It's a and so it's it a, sounds like a mobile game they do nowadays where you like just yeah, launch tons but, of people at things. Yeah, but this takes an interesting approach because it's normally the games like that are you're looking from top and you're looking down on it. Right, right. But this one you're first or third person, so you're running around and you're actually doing the fighting while controlling your units. Wow. Um, How do you so do that within the I screen? I thought it's very... It's hard. And that's that's one of the things about the game is that it is such a cool idea. And when I thought about when I was looking at and reading everything the game has, yeah, I was thinking that there's no way that this could all be true because it, 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 just, it all seems really cool. Yeah. And then it got on and it actually happens that it is all true, but... It's just not executed in the way that I think it could have optimized it. Yeah. Because... How so, though? It's very hard to control your units when you're down there on your own. It's a lot of, like, uh, multitasking you have to do because you have to be fighting yourself. You have to be also commanding your units. And all of that um, at the same time of keeping track of where other people are. Yeah. Um, and and it's very hard to do from this such a small viewpoint. And then on top of that, you can only control one like like squadron of units at a time. So you go out there. Oh, you with, can't like group grab. No, like you everything can't. like old no. like Halo Wars or whatever. Nope, because so, that's also top down, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's also you can't really send your units anywhere. You can just make them follow you, or attack. Okay. And so and what do they attack? Can you point to what they attack, or is it just always the bait? Yeah, this? you can. You can yeah. point to what they attack, um, but it's it's just it's it's kind of um, just janky like the whole thing it's it's just it's not it's kind of weird yeah the way that everything works um the graphics aren't they it look the game looks good but the graphics aren't amazing well i saw it when i walked in or saw you playing i mean i thought they were pretty good for you know again yeah it's not the modern day console stuff for sure but it's yeah. still pretty good um with some shadowing and stuff and it just feels like it's just such a cool idea but i think that it was executed a little strange and well, what was the price point on it you it's pay? free Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, you can't be that. A free ninety free is a great rate. Yeah. Good price. Yeah. Right. Well, it just like I said, it just went free in September. Oh. So it's, I don't know. I might give it a little more time to see if it gets better, but it's just unfortunate because it was such a cool idea, um, and it also has like um, RPG aspects too with your character building and equipment. So. It does, so you can like. It's up- yeah. It's upgrade. like it's almost like they. Do they sell skins? Is that how they're making yeah. the money? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's almost like they, they threw just everything they could, every, like, um, idea they could into the game. Yeah. And with before finishing the previous one, so they just they kind of, any idea they had they threw it in the games because there's so much in it, but it just doesn't feel finished. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So cool. yeah, I, I might give that a little more time, but we'll see. The other thing I'm playing, which I actually surprisingly enjoy a lot more, is the new Marvel card game. It's called Marvel Snap. I gotta try that. I just saw you playing it, and especially because it's now on mobile. Wait, I'm gonna bring well, my mobile it's, up right it's, now. It's a mobile game. Like, it's, well, I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna download it right that's now. That's what it like advertises. You can play it on. I have no mobile games. I'm playing. You can play it on PC, but it's the PC version's early access. It's essentially just 
a, the mobile game on your monitor right. that you play with your keyboard and mouse uh, because they're working on making it more. I mean, is it like Magic? Cheaper. It looks a little bit like so, simpler than that. So but. the game is super fun, super simple, and really addictive because it the games are quick. Okay. So I won't get into all the rules, but essentially there's six rounds, and uh, it's a, it's kind of like a lane, mm -hmm. uh, a lane card game where there's three lanes, six rounds. Each round you play a card with the energy. Yeah. Um, and uh, you you spend your energy to play cards, and each card has a power a power level and the energy it costs to play it. Yep. And then each of them have um, either ongoing or on reveal abilities. What's so that mean? On ongoing reveal? on reveal means as soon as that card gets revealed, yeah, or it you does place something. it down, it yeah. happens. Gotcha. And ongoing is um, as like as, oh, as, man. as the entire time that card's out there, it plays. Oh, I could be, I could ability. get addicted to this, but it looks so. Okay. The only problem I have with it is that, and I don't even know if this is a bad thing yet. It's just it's it is very simple. Mm -hmm. Like every game, or at least in the beginning, um, until you get more cards and you can make newer decks, every game is. It's very similar in the play style and what you do. Okay. So, because it's so simple, you kind of you kind of uh, go in and you hope that the luck you get works out. Like you hope the map that gets chosen works best with your deck. You hope the other players' cards work best with your deck. But I think that's just the appeal to it, and I I, I think that if they added one more mechanic, it'd be perfect because it is a little simple that way. But otherwise, it's very fun very addicting there is um the way they have set up because it's a free card game the way to make money yeah i was gonna say where's the money is, come in here is cosmetics and they do cosmetics in such a in such a cool way and each card you have can get yeah. upgraded so um your your card starts off as just like a, a piece of art yeah and a border yeah then you upgrade it once the border changes color these aren't nfts right no, no. you okay. upgrade it twice and the card becomes 3D, and it kind of it looks oh, really cool. No kidding. You upgrade it three times, and then it becomes animated. Oh, no It just way. like moves a little bit. It's not a crazy animation. Yeah. And then I've I've yet to upgrade it five times, so I don't know. But you can keep upgrading and get cosmetics. Yeah. And then you spend money on, um, on newer like cosmetics that you can get for cards. Or, and this is the other part that's a little bad is you you get cards when you buy. So you can't just purposely go buy cards. You can only buy what they have uh, on on like the battle pass or whatever they're calling it, okay. the season pass. Yeah. Um, and so it's nine ninety nine to get it, but in this season pass, their, their launch one, for example, they're launching it with Miles Morales, Carnage, and oh, Carnage. Yeah. Stop it. Carnage is very cool, and I'll get into why in a second. But and then there's another one I forget. I think it's Spider Woman. Yeah. Um, and so the only way to get those cards is to spend the nine ninety nine for the thing. Ah, so it is it it is kind of annoying in that sense. But, um, but as long as, you know, they don't, they keep the game pretty balanced yeah. and it's not like the pay to win cards are too overpowered, yeah. then I think it'll be perfectly fine because you can build any deck you want. And, and one thing that's really cool is that there's, because of the uh, different effects, you can build decks that, that like utilize all those effects to the best possible way. So like, for instance, you'll have a card that says if this card, uh, gets destroyed, then all your other units get plus one damage mm -hmm. or plus one power, and then you so, have another card that purposely destroys your cards. Okay. So, so, so you, so that's just an example. But you combined all the like to build the perfect deck. Um, and why doesn't why isn't this like a regular card game, like a board card game, or a, a because thing? all of the numbers keep changing so much. So, like oh. for instance, if you 
if you play a card, it says if another player plays um, a card in this same lane, yeah, then they get plus two to their power. And then it'll be like, oh, and at this location, uh, it's minus three to all players' powers for the rest of the game, whatever. And so you have to keep track of all the numbers and powers that each individual card has. So it is a lot of things. So I think eventually they could put it into a physical game, but right now it works very well as online. Gotcha. It's super addictive, super fun. Um, well, I'll have to give it a try. I mean, I can tell. I mean, if, it, if the if the numbers change a lot, that's probably why there's no way it's on board because it's so hard to keep track of tokens and all yeah. that type of stuff too. So, yeah, I'll download. I think it and give if it, they, a try. it eventually could be if they create some sort of uh, mechanic, maybe where they each card they sell actually yeah. has like a spinner on it, so a, a power level. Oh thing. right. Oh yeah. So well, it, that's it, not it, a card. That's no, like exactly. A, that's be almost a, like a something. It would different. be a weird card. Right. Um. Yeah. But. If they, uh, any, I don't know, they'd have to create something themselves, or, I don't know how they would do it, but yeah, it's just, it's very fun, and it's free, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's pretty sweet, sweet, sweet. Nice, well, I'll have to give that a try and say good stuff. Okay, that's what we're playing, right? Yep. Good stuff. It's time for the news. The Joystick News Report. Joystick News. Alright, so what are we talking about in the news here? What's going on? There's, uh... I try, you know, keep track of what's going on. Some stuff's really good, some not. And, of course, when the big news hits, I'm like, we got to do the show, we got to do the show. And, of course, what's the big news? Stadia is out, right? Stadia has left the building, as they say, right? Has left the stadium. That was bad. No. Um, yeah, so they decided to pull the plug on this bad boy. I mean, we can talk all day long. I was talking with a buddy of mine who actually works for Google. Not with Stadia, but close to it. Um, the Google Play, and uh, you know, the reality is, is that they, I don't know the gentleman. I can't remember his name that they brought in to lead this. You know, this is his third failed uh, console setup. I say failed. He was in charge of the PS3 and the and the Xbox One. Whatever happened to the Mad Max or the Mad X? The Mad X? What do you yeah, mean? you remember that box? It was supposed to be a console or a console. For what? For... It was. It was called like the Mad X or the Mad Max console. From who? From who made it? It was a. Oh, it's a standalone? Mm -hmm. oh, I have no idea. I, that's I, rarity. We talked about it. We did it a yeah. while ago. Mm -hmm. We've talked about so much over time, I can't tell. The The question is, though, is I said, uh, um, you know, what's going on? He goes, yeah, every time he, he tries to launch a console, it never, you know, it doesn't uh, perform that well. Well, uh, this, uh, you know, the situation is they never came out with, like, their own IP. You know, they bought a couple of companies, right? They bought some studios, but they never did a... Uh, you know, Google exclusive that really took off. I don't know what that's about or why, but, um, you know, I think that was the biggest issue. And not to mention, they hung their hat on that, um, if you remember Cyberpunk when it first came out, they were offering like free Cyberpunk with every purchase and all that stuff. Well, that was, a, remember when it first came out, it flopped. Yeah. So I think that was a double whammy at starting off. Yeah. Uh, even though I'll tell you, I still think it's the best controller out of everything I've seen. I mean, they offered with the screenshots, you can hit right away, send it up to mm -hmm. YouTube, right? And instant. I thought that opportunity was huge. Oh, and wasn't there like a help button that instantly yes. brought you to Yeah, yeah that brought, was really cool. I mean, all that stuff. Plus, it still felt like it had a combination of both Xbox and PS3. They really worked yeah, it well. Something else, but, yeah, something I was thinking about for Stadia is that if they partnered with um, a company that already had a, cons a console that was popular, like yeah. Xbox or PS5. yeah. Um, it would have done much better because you had to buy the actual controller. The controller was the console itself. Yeah. And if you just 
bought or if, if you had it maybe almost working like a ps plus or a xbox game pass where it's built into the console already yeah then um let's say it was a membership or a subscription you paid what like 50 but how much was stadia uh i think it was like 199 or something like that 189 well if you bought maybe it's a subscription right so it's like 20 bucks a month right um and it made it so that it did everything that stadia does where it like you download the games yeah um you download the games off of a server so you don't actually have to so you just instantly play it right and that's all they offered right was that yeah well i mean and honestly xbox when they they started doing their beta they where also, you literally go yeah. in and do play it now off a of stream they just took that right that's, away from the them. entire thing of stadia just or the entire idea of it just removed in a small Xbox update. Where exactly. Can... That's what they did. They go, okay, no, no thank you. And they went in and they did it. And they included it part of their Game Pass. So it doesn't even cost you more. Yeah. So they said, here, I'll show you how to how to take on the big guy there. And I think they successfully... So, well, obviously they successfully did it because they're, they're yeah. out now. You know, why didn't they go and buy Epic Games? Speaking of the launcher and everything, why mm. don't you just buy Epic Games or buy one of these things and That'd make those... really expensive, it, but yeah. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, like Google doesn't have the cash. Right, yeah. if you really want to get in the business, and I'll tell you what, it's a billions and billion dollar business, right? Of course, it's worth it. So I don't know. Uh, to me, it's a like, they or you don't even have to buy them; just partner with them and, and give them. Nah, they don't. I mean, it's hard. You don't. It's Google doesn't dance well uh, with everybody. I mean, they, they just buy you. They just, you do what I say. This is what we yeah. want to be done. So, but I'm surprised. What also surprised me, which I thought. I gotta give kudos to is they're giving money back to everybody who bought the game. So this is how this is how powerful and how much money they have. Yeah. They got coffers sitting back going, you know what? Eh, we'll just give them everybody their money back. Which two things says says something about that. One, they got money to do that, like plenty of money. And two, there wasn't enough people buying it for it to even crack an issue for them to give them their money yeah. back, right? I didn't even know what the, the total number was that purchased it. I kept trying to look it up, and there's a lot of hidden. Uh, conversation on that um you know in the hundreds of thousands what have you but you know you did buy basically well that was the thing you did buy the controller but you also got one of the chrome uh sticks one of the chromecast yeah the ultimate well shoot you can still use that for everything else you know what i mean so i'm wondering how many they also probably know that not everybody's going to do it they'll just throw the controller out you know yeah but if the controller is wi-fi and you could use it against on like a on your computer i don't even know if that's true or not but that would be good too at least use the functionality of it but anyways so yeah, you can get a um, go online. It uh, will shut its doors officially on January twenty third of twenty twenty three. They said though you will uh, uh, be able to keep playing the game though up until then. The games, all that stuff. If you choose not to do the refund, uh, but you go online, they'll show you a way to verify how you paid for it, which might be a pain in the ass, but probably not nowadays. The way you bought stuff online, because everything was online, right? Yeah. The bought you'd be able to figure that out. So get your money back if you want it. Um, and I know they said, though, they weren't going to give their money back on, like, the Ultra Stadia something, which I have a feeling it was just the um, upgraded content that you could get while you had it. Yeah. So that's because you had it while it was there, you know? So, which is interesting. But, yeah, so that is the uh, the world, the big news while we were in hiatus um, and did that. So what else is in the news? Uh, I'm not sure. What do you got there? Um, in... So we had, oh, I know, the, the thing that came up was uh, they're talking about, I read this article about um, in-flight gaming. I know it's not a huge news maker, but you think about it, we've done a lot of flying as of late, and you think about it, when we play games, you brought your, your Switch, right? right? Um, you know, all these type of options. Well, now they're saying they're going to start 
in, in, including streaming gaming, right, against the back of a of a um, a plane when you're playing. So now they're gonna start offering more games to play. That'd be interesting if you have like a a slot in back of chair where you open up and then, then there's a controller. Yeah, you games. grab and play. That would be cool. Or my thing is, can't you just plug in your Switch into the TV? No, you can't do it. No. But, well, maybe but the they Switch itself it. is a TV. It's almost. I know, but it's smaller than what maybe is on. Well, mm. not all of them. Some of them um, might be. But anyways, I just thought that was interesting that they they talked about it, and it is true. Like, how many people watch videos or watch movies versus game? They'd rather be gaming. That's why they're bringing their consoles, right, with them. So they're going to be offering it. Now, I'm not talking about your, you know, your solitaire or battleship or you know all that type of stuff. I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, you know, good quality games that you can just play, you know? Um, so one thing I do recommend, and this is just a piece of advice if they do do it, don't offer Flight Simulator. <laughs> Why not? That would be cool. Do it what do you sky. mean? Oh, you want to crash the plane while you're in the plane flying? Yeah. You do? Mm. Yeah, no, not, no. No no, good. And out. Not happening. Uh, all right, so that's, I know, a great piece of advice. All right, what else we have going on? Just a piece, uh, I saw that is a big uh, a conversation in the video game world. Um, I think we had, uh, oh, you know what? The um, There is a uh, some stats that came out. I always like to read these stats. I think people would, uh, uh, Roman Pack might appreciate some of this. So I'm doing a little reading, so stay with me on this, but I thought it was some good stats. So... Back in the day, just to give you a context. I mean, back in 06, 07, when they launched the launch it, when you know being an out of the closet gamer was a uh, a thing, uh, we started launching the show and everything, and we started talking about who's there. It was called the Lost Boys at the time. It, it was heavily boys and uh, guys and men playing the games, and the average age was 33 years old, 32 to 33, and um, which I was directly in. I was 32 at the time, and um, yeah, so we talked about it and how you couldn't reach them on TV or in movie theaters. They're all gaming. That's what they did. So it became a very, like, captured, they call it the Lost Boys, but it was a captured audience. They mm -hmm. did that. So they focused on it. Well, so I'm looking at 2022, which is now what? Uh, like, it's 15 years later or more, right? We're looking at it. So check this out. So uh, some inter interesting statistics. Um, about roughly 215 million Americans play video games. Sorry, guys, cross the pond. I know we got a bunch of... Uh, uh, listeners there and we appreciate you this is this mostly it's American information but um, uh, the reports also mentioned but I'm sure the statistics aren't far off across the board um, they talked about there are more than f uh, there are more people 45 and older playing video games than under 18 right now which makes complete sense because I might at the time when I was doing it the average was 32 or 33 that they've just grown. We've stayed with gaming all through this. So not only are you still picking up a lot of the 20s and 30s, but you have all the 40s and 50s, right? A little bit of 60s-year-olds playing still. So this night now... I don't, how? How is that possible? What do you mean? Well, A, a there's there's not very many 18-year-olds. We've had a decrease in uh, population and birth rate. Okay, first of all, well, I'll get to this oh, is a yeah, gaming show. Talking about, yeah. But I'm saying overall, you know, just overall uh, girth, girthiness of it. Now, check this out, though. The interesting thing, though, within that, according to the report, the average age of a video gamer is still 33, right? Now, the majority are males still, but check this out. Majority is a very... Uh, yeah, but average, key. there could be not a single 33-year-old player, and that could still be the average, so... Well, yeah, that's true. We didn't say the median or the mean, yeah. right? But the point being is it's still 33, which tells you you are still getting a lot of younger mm -hmm. and a lot of older people, right? 
So that tells you that both young and old are still playing that. That's yeah. actually a great point. So if you want to look at the math of it, why 15, year, 15 years later is 33 still the average age? Mm. Well, because you've picked up a ton of younger and older to offset us that have grown older, plus you have the people in the middle. Yeah. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Mathematically? All right, you're the one with the better SAT scores. You got that, right? I got it. You got it. Okay, cool. Um, so, in doing that, the interesting thing is says the majority of gamers are still male. Yeah, right. But check this out. What's the majority? 52%. 48% of gamers are women now. Mm. So, it literally is both back then. When I was doing though, I tell you what, it was like 80-20, right? Yeah. 70-30 at the most at that time. Just 15 years later, it's a huge change yeah. on that, which is, uh, which is fabulous. It's good stuff. So... Um, so everybody's playing. You can talk to guys, girls, whomever, and they all know. They've all played or have some kind of conversation. Um, it says here um, that uh, majority foster that find 92% of players age 18 to 34 play with others. 89% of those age 35 to 44, and 56% those 65 and older play with, with folks. So it, it's interesting that... Um, that there's people 65 and older play more solo games or by themselves, right? But it's still a strong thing right up till, what is it, till 44, what have you, 18 to 44, all play with everybody. So, I mean, it's a social environment. I don't have to tell everybody listening to this. If you're listening to us rant, you know you're heavily into gaming, right? Mm-hmm. So, but some good, st- some good statistics on that. Um, um, 97% of Americans, whether they play games or not found that video games can really add benefits to our lives okay 97 percent. i wonder who they're asking <laughs> mm. across the board if it's skewed even gamers at all they're gonna say that but uh, good stuff so i don't know just some quick uh, stats i thought that was cool that how it really didn't change across the board um and but it did bring in uh, a full plethora of, of folks of all yeah. of all sexes mm. and all sorts okay so what else do we have um Last couple things here. Um, there's, I, I'm not, you know me. I'm not a big uh, list guy, like countdown guy, or you know, top whatever. But um, a couple of cool things because I think you and I spoke about this a little bit. It was about AI, right, and the development of AI. Yeah. And um, the game was talking a little bit about. I mean, what's your thought on right now AI? Just from the time you started in your days, right to where it is now. Do you think there's a huge change? What do you? What's your thought on that? Yeah, I think, but the difference, I think there's been, I guess, I guess the best way to describe it is like the AI change has been linear from the past 10 years. So it kind of, it's slowly gotten better um, as far as what they've been doing with it because they just, they haven't been like developing anything new, just upgrading it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so now I think it's going to start being exponential because of what they're doing with, I guess, AIs like creating paintings you saw. Oh my God, If they amazing. can somehow find a way to bring that into gaming, it'd be in just crazy because later it would be, you'd be able to say, oh, I want to I wanna play a game that's, you type it into something. I want to play an open world survival yeah. Yeah. Uh, game that is... Um, that is also story based oh, that's or whatever, awesome. and they, it goes and gives it a day, it generates it, and it creates it for you. Oh my god, that it would be codes you're it for right. You. I didn't even think of it. So you're extrapolating past, like I showed you, it's called Mid Journey or something, where mm. you basically type in, and just so the uh, so the Romo Pack understands what we're talking about here, as far as the AI and the advancements outside mm. of gaming, it's just in the art world where literally you go in and say, okay, I want a uh, uh, 
medieval knight stormtrooper with uh, Darth uh, qualities or something like that, right? And it goes out and renders it, and it brings back a picture of a stormtrooper in, like, like the Metal Gear look, yeah. right? With, like, um, a couple of black, um, like, I don't know, whatever, chainmail looking things that's red and black. Yeah. On it. And so, I mean, it's like they just created, mm-hmm. instead of a dude listening to what you said, I just type, you just type in some 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 words. Yeah, because it, it's almost like a, a while ago, you remember the, it's called Akinator, or how you would type in, you, it would ask you 20 questions. Yes. And then you put and those you in. Always get the end. So because it could use Google like that, it's just the AI could find, you type in the words. So like to tell said, everybody don't. what that is, Akinator, it was where you basically ask a series of 20 questions and it was able to tell you the movie or something that you no, were the, talking about. the character. Or the, or the character that, that you're right, thinking of. That yes. you're thinking of, which is, again, like, you know, seven degrees to bacon, Kevin Bacon, but but go ahead from that. So um, so that idea where you can use Google to, like, uh, sift through all that yeah. and use an analogy, I think it's similar where you type in the keyword, like, Darth Vader or Stormtrooper, it looks it up. It knows what it is, yeah. and then it uses images associated with that. With right? But that's the the thing; it, like, it's smart and like creates that. Mm-hmm. Like, put it's a most amazing thing, guys. Check it out. But but now let's go to what you're talking about, which is just getting me way excited to think about. It. I need yeah. to think about this, and like this would be on the NFT world and all the stuff where it's like, look, if I say you know create this world and create this game, but then think about bringing an NFT in or bring yourself in as a character, like create me. As yeah, a that's, that's something, farther, but yeah, that's, I know. But think about it, like say, put me into a chain like a medieval stormtrooper helmet minus the helmet, right? So you see my face, but with some kind of mask that looks Vaderish. Oh my god! Yeah, right. And then, and then on top of that, like I, that's that's still on the. And that's the, my character AI picture generating, but yeah. But no, but then they render it as your character to play. Yeah. Oh my then, god! I mean, I'll start the company now. Let's do it. Or yeah, even games themselves can be created from ground up just with AI. Yeah. Like you want this type of game, and then they do it. Right. Um, which oh I think I think could honestly somebody call me. Let's do this. It's awesome. I think that that Who's could be done. Me? I think that could be done right now. Yeah. But obviously the games would be not triple A. They would be like um, games that you could probably play for ten minutes, have fun, and then never play it again. Yeah. Because if you say all these well, keywords, like Roblox? <laughs> if you say well, if you say the the internet already knows what you need to code, um, and ideas. So if you say. If you give it enough information, and this, we say internet, it. it's what Web three they're talking it'll about, find, right? I'm just talking about the internet. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not talking about this NFT stuff. No. Okay. No, but well, I, Web no, three I, is okay. That's, okay. Yeah. And so if you um, if you type in enough, and then it has enough information off of it, it can find the code that that um, represents what you're saying. Yeah. Add it in a way that creates a very scuffed but playable right. game version. Um, yeah, I think that could be done right now, and then later be obviously. Um, yeah. Well, made better. I, yeah, I think it's an awesome idea. I think, I mean, we'll get to a point where we can generate it maybe fast. Like, even those pictures we talked about takes like two days or two weeks or something. I don't know what it is right now. I'm going to, I haven't had time, but I'm going to go, I'm going to subscribe to it. I'm actually going to spend, I think it's 30 bones a month, which I don't have. And I mean, if I need one more subscription, I can eat a hole in the head, right? Mm-hmm. But my God, the value of that, just to create that stuff mm-hmm. is amazing, right? Dragons yeah. with, uh, with, I don't know, like pregnant dragons with, no, I have no idea what I'm saying now. All right, so anyways, yeah. a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff. So, check out, um, check out that. What was it called? Mid Journey was the name of it, and then there's something else we had mentioned on it. But all right, so well, back to kind of rant on that. We were just looking at the top ten, the AIs, right? Because we talked about like, um, I remember Star Wars, the uh, clone. What was it called? Uh, Old Republic or something? Really, 
um, changed uh, AI. And there's a bunch from Metal Gear Solid 5, they say, changed AI drastically. Half-Life, their AI um, was revolutionary for the time. Um, maybe you guys agree or disagree with this. I'm just throwing it out there for a thought. Uh, Left for Dead 2's AI, like the how the zombies came at you or moved around, was revolutionary. Stellaris AI is remarkable for being functional. Um, that game looks way too complicated, even though, I, God, I wish I could play those because they look so much fun if you actually get into it, I bet. Um, Resident Evil 2's Mr. X and how he responded to your play was big. Um, I have some Dwarf Fortress. Looks like an 8-bit game early, early on. Star Wars Republic Commandos. So Republic Commandos, I thought, was was definitely cool. But I thought the one game before that was better when they had the one solo guy that ran through the campaign. He was able to draw people to him, and, and the guys would duck. The uh, stormtroopers would actually duck behind something when they got uh, shot. Yeah. That was huge, I remember, at the time. Revolutionary versus running into the, uh, to the lane. Bioshock's... Uh, Infinite, Infinite's Elizabeth feels like a real person. Uh, I wasn't, uh, have, I remember Bioshock, but I don't remember that specifically. Um, both sides fight intelligently in the Last of Us, Last of Us uh, game. Um, oh yeah, I heard that the, for the Alien Isolation Horror game. In the last one, yeah. I heard the, uh, the, the Alien in that was very good. Like, really? Uh, yeah, because it's essentially a game you're just... Um, Xenomorph. It, it's just you're, you're running around in the station and you're hiding from it and you're, you need to escape. And right. They walk around and I heard it was very good AI for that. To know what you're doing or figure yeah. out what you're doing and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. So anyways, I thought that was kind of cool. A few folks out there, if you're thinking about good AI games, take a look at those as well. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's it for the news, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's the news. This concludes your Joystick News Report. Joystick News. All right, so uh, last couple things. Oh, I know we usually don't talk about uh, this, but let's let's uh, hit the hit the riff rap. All right, so the riff rap. So first of all, as I look over in the corner and see nothing but spaghetti of our uh, VR just laying over there doing nothing, right? Nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to figure out what's next for the VR world, but well, there there actually is a new. A game that just released for VR that is like changes VR and its its player base or what what's possible with it. Yeah. Um. And there's an old game that we actually owned called Boneworks. I don't know if you ever played it, Mm-mm. but we bought. I bought it. Uh, I played it a lot. It was really cool. It was the first game, or maybe not the first, but the best one to use. I think it was the first to use the uh, uh, physics engine that um, made so not only you interacted with objects or you like. In real life, guys, if you went up something, your hand would go through it. Right? If you went up something, your hand went through if you it? Went, yeah. If you went up to something, like oh, a wall yeah. in the game, your hand would just go through it. It would just clip right through it. But you could still grab stuff. You'd have, um, you, you'd have like, um, a collision with the things you're holding, but not the things around you. This game um, is uses an engine where everything is collides with everything. So oh, if okay. you, So your hands collided with the walls. Your object collided with another object regardless of if you were holding it or not. So so if you were holding, for instance, let's say you grabbed a crowbar that was on the yeah. ground and there was a pipe hanging above you and yeah. you, you wrapped a crowbar around that pipe, you could pull yourself up. Oh, so it, everything, I see. everything touched everything, basically. Got it. Um, and there was a ton of other stuff, like the physics that they had, the gravity. Um, Gravity's huge. I mean, I think that's a big piece, yeah, right? Every, everything about it, every, all, every idea of physics, or at least a lot of it, was 
implemented in the game, and it was crazy. They just released a new one called Bone Lab, okay, which everyone has been very uh, hyped for. And what makes this game different is essentially the same game with a, with an upgraded version of the physics engine. Yeah, but it um, has opened up for other players to go in and mod the game in in a very easy way. So now any player can any players who'd like to mod those games can now do it very easily in this one and make yeah. anything they want. Wow. Um, that's pretty sweet. And any any game they want through this game, any yeah. um it's called Bone Lab. Any level Bone Lab. Bone Labs. Is it cost money? What is it like? Yes, it probably costs money. How much bones does it cost? I don't know. For the lab. But um but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to see not only what people can create in it, but just what people can do in VR. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that that's just changed the, the space already and, and what they're going to be able to do with that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's interesting. It's like, cause they talked about like the metaverse and then they try to associate that with VR and that, that was the, the article and stuff I was reading where you really can't compare the two now. It's completely kind of a different scenario, right? Walking through, experiencing stuff, putting a headset on is one thing. And it's also the others just seeing the, the, uh, level of, um, of interaction and stuff that's supposed to be happening yeah. whether you do vr or whether you do not vr mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i don't know it's kind of interesting but um i'll check it out we'll see maybe we can get that we'll have to get the uh the wires untangled and try to do that or quite frankly just go you can pick up a lot of quest 2 now for 250 is that what it is yeah. or something you know what i mean with less wires and less stuff now again granted you're not going to get the level of uh of uh, processor, but then again, our computer is hurting anyways, right? We're having issues with it. Yeah, I think the Quest so, Two is definitely the not the best option, but better than right now. We have right now. Yeah, for sure. It's I think yeah. it's the second best option. I think the other one yeah. is the Valve Index. It's called. Oh yeah, which is just the best if you have a really good computer. Right. Like the Quest Two is the best if you have a okay computer. Like. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we have to look into that come Christmas time or something. I don't know. It's cool. Figure it out. Put ours up for eBay. Buy, yeah. the, buy our original one. Sell it for $10. Right, no mm -hmm. kidding. So, All right, so that's that. Uh, next is... Deal of the week. So what do we got? Any deals? Um, I saw a couple things quickly. Uh, some great content for the show, so we wrap it up here. But I saw um, uh, they had a uh, $99 eShop card for Nintendo for 81 bucks. So anytime you can just get... Like free, free money, free money, right? It's worth if it. If you're gonna be spending that money on Nintendo anyway. Yeah, exactly. That was my thought. So, um, looks like it's still available. You can see the deal and get it done. Uh, where is it at? I was trying to take a look at Sidekick deals. I found it, uh, and there it is. With tax and everything, it's eighty six forty six. You can go to eneba.com, I guess, and look for it. Um, so, anyways, got some deals on. Nintendo bucks, if that's what you're, uh, if that's what you fancy right now. So that was a uh, pretty much the big deal, right, of the week. Is anytime you get direct cash and better, um, better purchasing power for your dollar, uh, go and do that. Um, all right, and lastly, let's do new releases. So October, I know we talked a lot. You remember that Marvel Snap came out on the 18th, right? right? So now I'm going to be probably playing it like like mad, sitting in meetings where I should be paying attention. And thanks mm -hmm. to my son, I'll be snapping it yeah so we'll be seeing that uh, uh what else came out uncharted Le uh, legacy of thieves collection uh came out uh whatever mario and rabbits uh parks of hope on the switch that warhammer 40k uh what is it shows blood and teeth i don't know came out on everything uh on october 20th 
which is today actually released. Yeah. So I'm wondering how that uh, worked. The big thing this. is uh, Gotham Knights right. comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's the big release. And they did, it is getting a lot of hype, by the way. Yeah, a lot of I'm conversation. a little worried about it, but yeah. I think... Well, is. we talked about last show, right? Yeah. And uh, so maybe we'll get a chance to play it, but there's a lot of conversation, man, a lot of buzz about it not having Batman and how well is it going to do, yeah. and can he do games you know, without the main guy, even mm-hmm. though in like a spinoffs games and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to kind of set the trail, you know, blaze the trail on that if it's going to be something or not uh, coming out. So let's keep an eye on that for sure. Uh, what else we have? Anything else coming out? Pinball Wizard on the 27th. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 PC also October 28th Modern Warfare pre-orders oh it's 28th as a pre-order mm-hmm. yeah it must be on the 28th is when it starts mm-hmm. so when is that coming out November probably yeah uh, or late November maybe um, God of War Ragnarok on November 9th pre-order um, is available so now we're not we're, well, we're just pitching pre-orders now yeah, we're not even pitching the games come on guys um, what else coming out? Anything uh, you see here early in November? Uh, we... There's a first very big DLC for Dying Light 2. Yeah. Bloody Ties, it's called. Uh, this is going to be pretty big for the game. I'm s- I am haven't played that game in a minute, um, yeah. but I did everything I could. The, the first game was... Ve- or the, not the first game. The, the, when it came out, it was very fun. It still is very fun. Yeah. Um, but I know they fixed a lot of problems that the game had yeah. starting now, so... Stay Human, is it? Dying Light 2, Stay Human? Yeah, so yeah, that could it. get a lot. And that's coming out on November 10th, right? right? Oh, the other one that did come, if you're a Sonic fan, I know Sonic the Hedgehog, obviously, it's, but it's out for everything. Sonic Frontiers? I don't yeah, know if that's... I heard a lot of people aren't excited for uh, that. No? Okay, because it's coming out for everything, not just uh, PS5, which is interesting, right? Yeah. Um, so November 8th, that's due out. So um lastly is there anything before i probably get back around the holiday right coming up and do another show if not sooner uh pokemon scarlet and violet uh for switch november 18th is uh warzone 2 for uh, november 16th coming out goat simulator 3 that's right there's a third you can't get enough goat simulator let's bring out another one Mm. that's coming out as well in november (laughs) good times all right that's the show good uh content my man. Um, so we're uh, checking out every, uh, try to do this show at least once a month. We really appreciate you listening if you're Rumble Pack and stay with us along the way. Um, and if you're new to the show, please uh, share it with everybody. Let us, let folks know it's a father and son combo. It's just rants and talks. My son with the real content, me just rambling on. Um, we appreciate you listening. If uh, you want to be a part of the show, bring in questions, comments, sarcastic remarks. How do they get a hold of us? You can get all of us at Joystick underscore show on Twitter, joystickshow at gmail.com or joystickshow.com, our website, and our Discord at or Joystick Show. Got at joystick Show. Gotcha. At Joystick. All right. All right, folks. Until next time, game on. Joystick. The Joystick Show.